0: Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports bettor. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert host's best bets, and our special guest picks head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free and start winning. Ricky, I got a great guest on today's episode. One of my favorite people to watch games with. It's who I go to when I'm down bad to to vent to. Mo, how you doing, my man? Welcome to the show.
1: Ricky, what is going on, my guy? It's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's great to be on the show today. I look forward to it. It's going to be a good one. Beautiful day today.
0: Let's go. Appreciate you joining my man it is Memorial Day weekend we got a long weekend ahead so a lot to look forward to here but to start things off for us here Mo I want to talk some NBA playoffs with you we're in the the midst of everything two big series going on have you been watching
1: I have been all over the NBA playoffs oh have you been betting I have been betting the NBA plus. A lot of prop bets for me. Uh, prop bets are not going so well for me, but my my series bets are going, going fairly well so far. Hey,
0: there we go. Can't win them all. So, let's do this, Mo. I want to dive right into, we got a game going on tonight with the Mavs and the Warriors. We got game five here, and we got... The Heat and the Celtics, which wrapped up last night. The Celtics get the road, I get the win on the road. Um, Starting in tonight's game, any thoughts on the line, Mo? Seven points. Dallas is a dog. You making any bets here?
1: I'll take in the Dallas Mavericks. And here's why. I mean, we saw the Warriors come out very, very lackadaisical last game, which everyone says, all right, they're going to go back to Chase Center and win one there. I mean, I just think the Mavericks can get so, so hot from three, and it's ironic we're saying that against the Warriors, which has been the greatest three-point shooting franchise ever. Um, Like, you look at Reggie Bullock and Dorian, what they did last game, and obviously they don't do that every game, but they stroked it from three. They've been doing that all playoffs. It's not abnormal that they did that. Brunson, Dinwiddie, Luka, I mean, they can really dial it up from the three-point line. Uh, On the line, I'm taking the Mavericks, and I may even sprinkle a little bit for them to win. Uh, It's a little biased of me. I do love the Mavericks, but the Warriors, to me, just I don't think they have what it takes tonight to finish it off. I do think they win the series in
0: seven, though. Interesting, because I was about to ask you, Mo, and for the listeners out there, Mo is notoriously known to pick dogs. He loves himself a dog. He hates taking points. I I find it hilarious. But you've done really well with that strategy, in fairness. Um, The series price, Mo, is the Mavs are plus 1,200. So I was going to say, if you think they have a chance to potentially win tonight, then they go back to Dallas. Does, you know, is that an interesting bet at all? But you still feel like the Warriors, you, know, you wouldn't want any of that?
1: I mean, if it's plus 2,000, I may sprinkle. Uh, I mean, plus 1,200 is just not enough juice for me. I know that sounds funny, but it's just not enough juice to, to really believe that they're going to come back from 3-1 to a team that notoriously wins all the time.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let me move it to the next series real quick with the heat in the Celtics. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to look at that line for tomorrow. Uh, Mo, it's sitting at nine right now. Heat are getting nine points in Boston. Just want to get your initial thoughts. I
1: mean, you take the Miami heat. That's, that's ridiculous. A nine point spread in the playoffs against the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, I do think they lose, though. The Celtics have been absolutely smothering the heat on defense, especially early offensively. In the playoffs, if you're not getting going early, it's hard to get going at any point, uh, as we've seen throughout the playoffs. Now, the Celtics are so interesting to me. I mean, I don't understand how they're so good. (laughs) I don't get it. As a Philadelphia fan, it, it, it makes me sick. I think their organization is way better than ours. I think their coaching staff is way better than ours. And unfortunately, they're getting every ounce of talent out of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And we haven't done that with the majority of our players. Mo, hang right, on a to, second. I...
0: <sighs> Let me ask you this. How how in the world is it that Al Horford is a superstar on the Celtics, but if you move him anywhere else in the league, he's he's not very good at it all? It makes me sick. Like, what? what it, is it with him in Boston? But it's
1: not that. It's not even that. I don't mean to harp on the Sixers, but... How the fuck was he so bad on the Sixers and he was good on the Hawks and the Celtics?
0: It's just odd how it could be like that drastically different. But as as you noted before, man, they're so good on both sides of the ball too. Like even Tatum, he was, he was playing awful offensively in the first half of the game last night, you know, and they were still, they didn't even need his offense at times in that game. It's yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. they got
1: guys like Peyton Pritchard who can just go off for two, three threes at any moment. Uh, they—I mean, Gare, uh, Grant Williams went for twenty-five in the game seven. He literally saved their season. That's fucking crazy. That guy's a bomb. In reality of the NBA, like we're talking about a team that is that is so elite defensively. We just have not seen this. I have not seen this personally in, in a while. The Miami Heat offense just looks like there's nothing going on. Can't set screens. Can't get guys open. Max Strus has been irrelevant this series. I mean, yeah, it's
0: just vanished. It's just
1: yeah. I mean, they're playing Duncan Rob. Like they have no answer for this defense right now. And again, I don't know who will. I hope. I hope the Western Conference does because I I can't bear to see the Celtics win the championship. But uh, we'll see.
0: All right. Well, two two final questions here on these playoff series. The first one is: Did the did the Heat at plus seven hundred interest you at all, or you think this is a wrap?
1: Interest me. Like I mean, that. they got to win tonight to go to Miami. That's it. You know, that's two games. Um, I'm not sure how you're going to say the Miami Heat are plus 700 and the Mavericks are only plus 1,200, considering that the Miami Heat are a much better basketball team than the Mavericks. And they only – I mean, that just doesn't make any sense to me. But regardless, it makes a little bit of sense. I'd probably sprinkle maybe one unit on that. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. Uh, They could win tonight. We've seen Jimmy Butler go for 35, 6, and 6 out of nowhere. And he's been pretty irrelevant this series. So,
0: I'm telling um, you – It interests me a lot is the reason I asked. I think if that – I'll just say this. Game seven in Miami, the Heat win that game, and I will bet all the units I got on that. You're right. You know
1: what, Rick? You do this for me all the time, and I do too. I may be sprinkling that with you. I may throw a little heavier on that. Let's
0: go. Um, All right. And the last last note with the playoff series here, the NBA championship um, odds. Warriors minus 140, Celtics plus 140, Heat 20 to 1, Mavs 35 to 1. Anything interest you there? The Miami Heat. 20 to
1: 1. I mean, they got, like we just said, is it that crazy for them to win this series? You know, they were there last year. Is
0: Tyler uh, Hero important? Mo, would you say? Like what is your thoughts on his his absence? Being? I mean,
1: they're all the the three point shooters in the NBA are are what makes the money, you know. You got Shrews in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean all the three point shooters left in the playoffs are are fairly elite right now. And Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock are shooting at a fairly elite clip. Not elite clip, I should say, but a very above average clip. You know, you have Clay Thompson, Max Strews, Andrew Wiggins is now shooting in from three a little bit. Yeah, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Peyton Pritchard—you know, there's just shooters all over the court. Like that's just what the NBA is now. You yeah. need one guy to get hot tonight for the Miami Heat. Let's say Struce goes down, and hits five, six, 3 somehow, and series is going back to Miami, like we said. And I don't see them losing in Miami either.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think we, I think if nothing else, a little pizza money on some of these wild Heat numbers. Uh, yeah, Mo and I, we'll, we'll sprinkle a bit there, but all right. One other thing I want to talk to you about in the NBA, since you are a Philly guy, big Sixers fan, they fucked your boy Embiid as far as the he's not even first team mode. Don't
1: get me started.
0: I mean what?
1: We're talking about a guy that's been top two in MVP in the last two years in voting. Now, how does he not have one first team all NBA in the last two years?
0: It's almost You can't all.
1: honestly tell me. That Nikola Jokic is better than Joel Embiid. His team went was lost the series four one. The sixth seed in the playoffs. Nobody in the NBA is that bad anymore. You can't. You can't. You put like we're saying if if you put Nikola Jokic on on a good team, do they win the NBA Finals? I don't think so. You know I don't think he changes the game the way Joel Embiid does, especially defensively. We're talking about a guy who's got the scoring title this year in Joel Embiid a guy that has 14 rebounds a game, a guy that boxed two shots a game, who is a, who's an elite, elite rim protector uh, in regards to changing the game in the interior. I just, uh, again, I could rant for days, but it's absolutely embarrassing what the NBA is doing. And Charles, uh, I believe it was Charles Barkley, made a good point yesterday. That's what these guys let uh my apologies, Richard Jefferson. He said, this is what these guys legacies are based off of. So when we make a next top 75 top 100 list of players and Jalen B has two all NBA second teams rather than an all NBA first. Where is that going to put him? You know. Right. They were also guys that said he should be in the top 25 30 players of all time. I mean, that's going to hurt your legacy, you know, a lot of all NBA second teams. You're not a top 5 player in the league now. You you look like a top 10 player. Um, and there's a huge gap in my opinion of five between a 5 and 10. Yet this guy's got the scoring title. His team is one of the better teams in the NBA every year. Um, I just, I mean, dude, fuck Nicole Jokic.
0: You got to wonder if Embiid chirping at the uh, committee had anything to do with that, which is kind of a joke. But um, one one final question there. Has there ever been like two centers that have been first team? Like is there only a no. spot for one? No,
1: there, there's only allowed to be one. There's uh, two guards, two forwards, and a center. Um And that's the big discrepancy going on right now, too, is do we just make the top five players of all NBA, the top five players, you know, regardless of position. I mean, it's all positionless basketball now.
0: Or at least like make two bigs available, like extend one of those out for another Like have center. a forward center spot, you know. Yeah, or, and then the you wing. can
1: make the second guard spot a guard forward spot if we feel like that, you know. Yeah, um, something like that. I mean, that. we can make it way more flexible. It's stupid that we have it that way. Basketball has become way – I mean, Nicole Jokic, we could put him as a guard at this point the way he runs the offense, you know, like that's, he doesn't run the offense as if he's the center. So that's my rant on that. I'm on Ricky's rant. So <laughs> that's my rant.
0: Hey, that, that's what you're here to do, my man. That's what you're <laughs> here to do. Um, yeah, man. All right. Well, I want, I want to talk about a couple other things quickly. I know, you know, we're, we're limited on time here. One of the things that I'm curious about, Mo, your thoughts on is social media and sports betting and the two, you know how they mend together and are you active on social media what are your thoughts on like just the the scene in general
1: well this is a uh, you put a rough spot for me rick you know uh, i need to get on social media more but social media is a facade um and in and the generality of life we're looking at shit that's just fake you know um so when we see these guys that say i hit this plus hundred thousand dollar parlay. Well, uh, where's this stuff? You know, did you put one cent on it and it hit and you won what? A, a hundred bucks? Like we we need to see that shit. Um and again, social media it's so easy to fake people. Like editing first of all, you can go drive somewhere, take a picture with the car and leave and now uh, everything's that you drive that car. Like I'm just saying in general, social media is a facade and let's let's not think that sports betting will use that facade as well against the consumers you know
0: yeah mo it's it's a wild I don't even know what to call it the social media, depending on which platform you're on it's too. frustrating
1: it's frustrating when you when you feel yeah. as if you're a business that does it the right
0: way, you know and and there's other
1: places that are getting business by doing it the wrong way
0: let me let me tell you this, and i'm I would only say this on this platform here, and I won't dive too far into it, but Man, Facebook and Instagram, I should say the Zuckerberg guy as a whole, they make things so difficult in the sports betting world. And I see all the time, Mo ads for like up 10,000 units, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like the most ridiculous shit you could ever see. And yet we have something that I like, a, a video of like Sean O'Malley saying a, uh, like sign up for study picks and it, it's flagged, taken off. It's all the and we pay. You know, it's just such bullshit. And don't even get me started, Mo. We're gonna go into rant mode for a second on TikTok. We got fucking grown ass men trying to sell picks, trying to sell shitty picks to kids. Don't get me wrong. There's some good ones on there. I'm sure that are like get them, Rick. In it for the nah, but Mo, it's it's so disgraceful and so laughable. And again, I'm not talking about the few on there. Yeah, there might be some again. I want to say because I know some people are big TikTokers that listen and whatnot, and I'm not trying to come at people's neck here. But if you're a grown man not showing your records, pushing picks to kids, losing and making these, oh my gosh, man, it's time to it's time to to get your life together, I think, and get off TikTok. But oh, Mo, I, I could go for days on this. It's crazy. It's crazy. All
1: right. I'm fired up now too. I, I can't even get into this or I'll I'll start <laughs> ranting. And while we've been doing this, one is Ran right Oh, now man. I got one. I got one thing for you, real quick. Real hit quick. Hit me. Hit me. How's the UFC fight scene been, man? I've been starting to really get into it. I've been watching a few. I thought the home Bear fight was uh bullshit. Um, the decision there, but yep. you know, I've been I've been getting in on these. What was the uh, the fight the weekend before that the Namahunas uh, fight? The world's most boring fight I've ever fucking seen. Um, man. But yeah, man, I just wanted to see how you're doing that.
0: First of all, I man, I got the UFC bug so bad. It's become by far my favorite. I got it so bad, man.
1: So yeah.
0: bad. I'd rather arguably watch the UFC than any other sport right now. I, I love got, it. I
1: get so pissed it's on once a week. Yeah. Uh, I need to get a type. I need to watch it like a, uh, I need to watch some type of other fighting uh, business so I can, just keep keep up with the fights i just love watching it man
0: check out um the cffc promotion They're... i've been hearing about them i've been hearing about that yeah man well i think there's something in philly this weekend with that definitely check it out but man in general yeah it's just so electric betting the ufc and how quickly like the fights move to there's always something new it's so much fun we got to do some streams mo we've been talking about this for the ufc events and uh We'll we'll get that going in the coming weeks. Maybe for the the next upcoming big card with uh, Tashera. Yeah, I think and the a June 11th
1: fights. The June 11th
0: fights. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's a great.
1: That'll be a. Uh, that'll be a good card. I think it's an Abu Dhabi, but I might be wrong. Oh. I think it might be the weekend after is in Abu Dhabi, but.
0: Mo, that I just have to say that Thug Namajunas fight was like the wildest shit I've ever seen. What even was that? There was like three punches thrown the whole fight. And it's funny because I was watching that with people saying, guys, this fight's going to be electric. Like everybody sit down and I'm hyping this up. And it is literally the fucking worst fight on the planet. But at least the announcers like Cormier and stuff were saying it. So I didn't sound like I oversold it. You know, they were like.
1: It's better that way, yeah, at least you don't feel like a fucking idiot. Like, you're just like, sorry, guys, like, this just wasn't good, you know? It's just like, no, like, this was, these people are are fucking up for
0: everybody. Cormier literally said, like, there's some guy out there who told everyone this is going to be a great fight. I felt like he was literally talking to me at that moment, but, yeah, Mo, UFC couldn't uh, couldn't be more excited to at least watch some stuff with you. In but the-
1: I, I can't, yeah, I can't wait for the, to watch those fights, man. It's going to be... The people are going to be excited. The people are going to be excited.
0: Um, One other thing, too, Mo. I did this thing on the last episode, uh, like a beach review. And while it got, like, decent feedback, I feel like most people liked it. I got fucking ripped in terms of my review on Ocean City, New Jersey. So I have to get your thoughts. Have you been?
1: Have I been Ocean City, New Jersey? I've been uh, upwards of 50 times.
0: Okay. So you're perfect for this then. No, I gave it a 21.5 out of 30. It was graded on three different 10 point scales. I'll send you the clip later, but man, when I tell you like the loyalty of the ocean city people, it's crazy. And I even want to just say, I love ocean city, you know, but in terms of like the scale, I have to grade it as if tens are like a fucking Island in Baja that I'm getting drinks, kid. You know, like the scale, the ten has to be. You have to keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying,
1: dude? I know exactly what you mean. But now, let me tell you what I love about Ocean City. I love this part of Ocean City.
0: one it's me, the great
1: family town of America. That's so. Nothing true. bad goes on there.
0: It is it's very just good vibe you'd feel safe like with your family. Sending your there's no
1: teenagers being wild there. Like there's in Wildwood and some of those other places.
0: Yup. Well, let me ask you this, just as we head out of here, is there one, if you had to like direct people to one spot in ocean city, since you're, you know, you've been there a lot, what would you, where would you send them?
1: This is a shout out to my, to my mother. Uh, I would send them to the hobby horse, one of the great ice cream spots in ocean city.
0: Uh, It's not the best. Let's go. Hobby horse. I'll have to check that one out. Um, Shout out to your moms for that pick, Mo. And real quick, before we get out of here, I want to cut the music down just for one second. Uh, Mo, you know, and I know, there's been a lot going on in the world the last couple days. I don't want to be insensitive to it, talking about sports betting, hobby horse, and all this stuff right now. So thoughts and prayers to everyone who's been tragically affected by that situation in Texas, the gun violence, it's got to stop. And it's just really heartbreaking to keep hearing this, uh, happening.
1: We can't succumb to it. We can't get used to it. Uh, so we need to address it.
0: Yeah. So thoughts and prayers again. Uh, I'll find a way to maybe direct everyone to a way they can help out and any way they can. But aside from that, it's been really great having you, Mo. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show. Any any Thanks last thoughts?
1: Nah. Everybody go over to steadypicks.com. Uh, get with these guys. Big things coming soon for me and the rest of the team. Um, I'm just excited to be a part of it now.
0: Let's go. Steady picks radio, ranting with Ricky. Have a great day, everyone.